0: All right, folks, we are here for the season two finale. Now, yes, the schedule has changed a little bit. I, uh, originally, I wanted to do at least six or seven episodes in season two and then call it a finale. But you know, life, life, when give you, life gives you lemons, you, you gotta adapt. I know I'm not saying that right. I know Montesino's in the classroom right now. We are, he is hosting today. Great man, he's hosting. And uh, But either way, we changed up the schedule. I'm sorry for taking about four to five weeks off. School's been crazy. Teachers have been just assigning so much work. One of the teachers who has been assigning a lot of work is actually hosting today. Uh, so shout out to Mr. Montesino. Um, Mr. Montesino, you just want to quick chime in really quick right now. Sixty-five. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so today's guest is a, a man, uh, not just a man. He is an art teacher. He is a wise man. I've heard around this campus. Um, he is a comic book uh, creator, I believe, and. Um, He's a apparently has a lot of clout in the city of Bakersfield. Uh, his name is Mr. Scott Joseph, a.k.a. Scotty J. Welcome to Sammy Hour.
1: Hi. Well, uh, thanks, Sam, for having me.
0: Oh well, I, I'm I'm happy that we got to we got to do this because I remember you weren't originally on the schedule. You were not. Correct. I had other people on schedule. They are now moved to season three. So you kind of got priority a little bit. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I just I I believe in the Lord's timing how he works. I remember. I came in there. I, I think I ran to you in one of Montesino's Zooms. You guys were talking or something. Mm-hmm. He dropped something off in yep. Monty's room. And then, boom, that's where you were. You were on there. And then Monty was like, oh, you guys, uh, you should have uh, Mr. Joseph on there. I said, all right, why not? So, boom, we're here. I'm happy we uh, we got here. It's kismet. It was meant to be. Yeah, I, I haven't heard that word, but I, I agree with you. It's a membi word. Oh, I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm only, on, lo- I'm only on level one. No, no, right. no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but either way, uh, I mentioned that you have clout. You're famous in this city. Um, you were on a list of the, the 20 most influential people under 40 in Bakersfield. Now, yeah. Now, you want to explain for what that was? For yeah. 2020. Okay.
1: Um, so first off, to, to God be all the glory. Of course. Um, and you're, you're, I feel like you're giving me way too much credit than I deserve. Um, <laughs> but uh, what, what's been really cool is these past few years while working at BCHS especially – um, my art life, uh, which is a part of my life, is an extension of my life. It's right, right. Basically, my life um, has afforded me the opportunity to do things for our community. Yes. Where um, even just recently we did a drawing slash gameathon at Paladin's Game Castle, where we did a canned food drive, and okay. we then brought that food to the rescue mission.
0: Wow! Thank you. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing.
1: <laughs> and, and so things like that, where we have the chance to give back. Um, for a number of years I would draw at the St. Jude's, not St. Jude's, the Ronald McDonald House event that they would host, the Bunko Night, um, and I would draw for donations and that would go to helping the uh, Ronald McDonald House. Okay. So being able to use my art in a way that helps the community in, in little ways um, somehow got the attention of uh, Bakersfield Life Magazine and I was nominated for. and. Uh, awarded one of the positions of the top 20 under 40, which is really exciting, Mm -hmm. um, because I only have a few more years left to be in that category. Um, But uh, it's cool. It's cool to see the arts um, receive a bit of a limelight. I think that I'm more excited about that than myself Mm -hmm. getting the attention.
0: So now I I do know that you just celebrated a birthday. Yeah, yeah, September 17th. Oh, well, happy belated birthday. Um, You're still in your youth, uh, just like Monty. Right. Um, I'm significantly older than Monty yeah okay yeah he's he's a young pup i mean age is just a number they say but it's It's, also a sign of maturity
1: it's age is very much a a real thing
0: yeah okay well uh as we get into the crux of the questions and the most important you know part of this this podcast um how and why did you or how and why did you start teaching at bchs
1: i started teaching at bchs because the position opened up i was Mm -hmm. previously teaching ela uh, which is funny if you look at anything I've written. Um, I still struggle with grammar and yeah. spelling, uh, like most people do. Um, it's I like to consider myself a lifetime learner, where I'm always learning and trying to be better. Um, and so teaching ELA, I taught seventh and eighth grade ELA for two years before coming to BCHS. And then once uh, Mrs. Caviani was um, retiring, mm-hmm. Uh, I jumped at the opportunity. So I had actually taught at BCHS probably nine years ago. I was an animation teacher for a month before my wife's work moved to Colorado. And in that move, um, I mean, long distance marriage doesn't – it's rough. It is tough. So so luckily, um, I didn't burn any bridges here and was uh,
0: able to come back eventually in God's time. So how long have you been here?
1: I've been here. This is my fourth year here. Okay, So I've been here as long as
0: you have. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I, I remember my first year, and then I didn't really know you, and I was, I, I would have never thought you would. Be, I would have started a podcast first off, and that you would have been on. Right. That's, that's right. crazy how well, and that's timing the cool works. thing with
1: podcasts is, is that like any idiot can really just record something now <laughs> and put it out there.
0: So, um,
1: so it's and no, but, but I mean that. Mm-hmm. I mean that. There's a lot of garbage out there, um, just some really awful podcasts. But there's also a lot of like gems, right, where we get these little focuses on on people and real people. Um, like, I love what you're doing thank because you. it's, it's genuine. Mm-hmm. And um, that's about as enough, enough uh, brown
0: nosing as I'm going to do right there. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> take, can I get that $20 now or doing that later? I'm um, going to have to give it to you later. Okay. You know, right. uh, I haven't got my paycheck I'll, I'll in a bit. i put it on your tab. Okay, so yeah, Sounds good. Um, yeah, but that, that, thank you for just mentioning the podcast thing. It, it's something that I, I mentioned before in my, in my episodes in season one, like, it, it, it's been a tough time. It's been a really tough six It months. has. And I, and I said to yeah. myself, I don't want to sit here pouting. I don't want to sit here looking back at the past because that only makes it worse for you well, psychologically you're being productive. and emotionally. You're being productive. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It's
1: is like now your generation, mm-hmm. you have this opportunity to have a voice, mm-hmm. to get your voice out there, and there are so many avenues that you can take to get that voice and be productive with it. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And like with, with what you're doing is, and I'm not just trying to like fluff up your shirt with no, this. No, I understand. I understand, is, yeah you're being productive with A, your time, your resources, and knowledge. And and that's huge. And I think that the more people who do that, we're gonna see a better world. Um, you also get to see different people's points of view. Exactly. On things, and that's, that's exciting, because we all come to the plate, and this is just like with art, we mm-hmm. all come to the plate with our own exper- life experiences, um, whether it's um, inherited experiences or shared experiences. Different backgrounds. Different backgrounds, heritages. Um, so before I taught here, I, I worked in Delano, and most mm-hmm. of my kids, um, were, um, of, of Mexican descent. Mm -hmm. Right. And so one thing that I found united us together was talking about food. Right. Mm. And so even just food, learning the food of a different person or a different culture can, can bridge those gaps. It's fellowship. Ultimately this right here is fellowship. (laughs) Whether you're listening to the podcast or actively participating in it, uh, just like with art is fellowship and it's bonding and it's creating this, um, What's the term that was used for the internet? Global village. Okay. So because yeah, of term. the internet and because of podcasts, we're able to actually connect on a deeper level. Not just like a like pen pen pal type stuff is good, but it takes a while. Right now, you have instant access to. I'd say it's all more of an intellectual
0: level because you're learning someone's background, You're right. learning My background, right? To like grow and agree to agree or agree to disagree, right? Either way, right? It's fellowship, like and, you and as long as
1: people are talking, I think, I think we'd be we'd be pretty good. Pretty
0: well off. Well, we need a voice right now, especially in the youth. Because if yeah. you think about it, do you think you're that voice, Sam? Do you um, think you I, could I'm, be? I'm not. I'm not going to say right now. I'm not. I'm, I, I mean, someone told me anyone can make a difference, no matter what age you're at. Yes, I'm only 17. Yes, I'm still learning. Yes, I've made mistakes. And and heck, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a ton of knowledge and wisdom like you or Monty. But I that think that comes with experience. Exactly. But I think yeah. that if I keep doing what I'm doing, staying focused, trying new things like this, pushing myself, um, I, I think I maybe I maybe could. Be a leader. no, I, no I'm not going to say maybe. I can, I can be a leader. That's the right uh-huh. attitude. Right? That's I love right. that. I'm, I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm getting pumped here too. And yeah. I didn't have an energy drink. So I think that was good. Monty knows about these energy drinks. Anyway, before I get carried away, I mentioned comics. Yeah. Uh, what got you into comics? Because I used to like comics when I was younger. I can't you read anymore. Well, Why? It, it, the reason I don't read them as much anymore is because with AP, there's always a ton of reading. Right. Where you, get, you have to read new books, right. many books at the no, same I get time. That. I get that. And, you know, that's just. So that.
1: comics for me were always this escapism. I moved around around
0: a lot growing up. Yeah, I know you mentioned you were in London for a bit. Yeah, well,
1: England, uh, oh. north, north Yorkshire, okay. so um, it's about four hours north of International London. man. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did a lot of traveling around Europe, um, a lot of sightseeing, a lot of uh, adventures, um, <laughs> a lot of adventures, um, but because of the moving around a lot, trying to find things that are the same, like a consistent thing, and the internet for me wasn't what it is now. Um, I'm from the age of dial-up. I'm the, I'm from the age of no... Easy access to internet. Mm-hmm. And then dial-up, which was not easy access to internet either. I've heard my
0: parents talk about that. It was <laughs> like the right. slowest process ever to just right. look yeah. something up. <laughs> um, Monty's a little bit too young to understand no, what I that think Monty is. Might, might be on the
1: cusp of that, remembering dial-up. Um, so, so having to try to find things that are consistent, that are worldwide, was a big thing. Comics was that. Mm-hmm. Um, comics was that thing. And drawing them especially. Drawing uh, car- cartoon characters, like the Ninja Turtles the X-Men from the 80s and 90s, were things that got me uh, to make new friends. And so art was always this language, uh, this visual literacy that um, I picked up on and, and have been working with for years now. It was an
0: outlet for you, you would say? It was an out- it okay. was a bridge.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a bridge. It was a way for me to reach other people and to say, hey, um, maybe you have this interest too, maybe we could be friends. Kind
0: of like my way of podcasting, how I can sure. do that. yeah. Okay.
1: Sure, yeah yeah it's I mean we all have everybody's striving for acceptance, yeah that's true um even the the person who's super quiet and and maybe maybe super introverted they're they're still looking for some form of acceptance, and I think that uh once you find what works for you and you find people who are like minded or even just open,
0: it helps out mm-hmm. that's very true um so I'm gonna get into the next question. This yes, you've been talking about art. We've 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 kinda of heard how you got into art. It was mm-hmm. an outlet, it was a bridge, it helped you, it was kinda of like a fellowship yeah. thing. Um but what what really got you into art? You know, like, let's say... Honestly, what got me into art? Because uh-huh. so, um, I know what got me into podcasting was I was tired of how, how the world was going, and mean, I wanted to try something people, new, and I wanted to be positive in some way. Because we're it. filled with negativity even before this pandemic. Yes. But I think the yes. pandemic fueled that negativity, yes. and it's just been a constant process of negativity, yeah. negativity, negativity, negativity.
1: So for me, luckily, I was always brought up... Uh, my parents would actually get me art lessons. I, I would go okay. to art lessons as a kid. But really what, what hit the home run for me with that was I was I was in school in England, mm-hmm. and we had a field trip from, with our art class that went to uh, an uh, exhibit by David Hockney. Okay. Who um, I don't know many artists. He's, <laughs> he's uh, uh, I want to say he's based from Bradford or Sheffield. It's one of the two. Um, he lives in Malibu now, though. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so he was successful with his art. But he had these massively large pieces of art vibrant artworks Hmm. um kind uh, of van gogh or no no it's um i wouldn't quite say it's abstract it's well i'll pull up some pictures later and maybe you can put a link in the footnotes on the on the podcast of course of course of course um but uh it drew me in Mm -hmm. and i was just enamored with it and i i just felt myself staring at it and um nichols canyon road is a is a beautiful piece of his, and it's just the vibrancy. And you look at it and you go like, oh, well, oh, I could do that. But no, you, you can't. Like, it, it's one of those things where you see, and a lot of modern art is that way where people think, oh, that's, that's, that's not very good. It's but, more than meets the eye. But it's so much more. Because you, you look at it and you look at the way the balance is used. You look at all the principles and elements of art that are being used. And it's so well done and executed that you go, oh, oh, th- every, every color here, every, every brush stroke is so intentional that to think that anyone could just do this is, is asinine, mm-hmm. right? Did I use that word right, Monty? Thank you. Does have we in his classroom. He can, can right, support. Right, right. Um, yeah, it, it was that. And it was that, and it was seeing how art is real. I think once you get into an art museum and you see art up close and in person, it, it comes to life. Mm-hmm. Seeing it on a computer or um, in a textbook just doesn't do it justice. Yeah, It's the same with landmarks around the world. If you see a picture of... Um, Stonehenge, all right, cool, it's rocks in a field. You go to Stonehenge and you're like, oh my gosh, how did they get these rocks here? Mm -hmm. Um, It's that one-on-one experience. It is, it is one-on-one experience. It's it's just like this, it's just like this with you and I talking. Um, And and like, because in the past, Sam, you and myself, I mean, little banter back and forth, but not this in in depth. And actually (laughs) going to places, thank for podcasting, (laughs) no, it's great. Um, But you go to um, Tower Bridge in London. And then you you, you say, oh, I'm going to go to London Bridge. Like, no, London Bridge is actually in, like, Arizona or New Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. Because, right, Molly, The real London Bridge is in, like, New Mexico. There's a London Bridge in London, but it's not what we think it is. Right. Oh, Tower Bridge. Tower Bridge. Right. But anyway.
0: He would know he went to Oxford. So Oxford grad. That's true. Oxford. You know, that's a bread loaf man right there. Well, I mentioned that in my podcast. He he didn't go to bread loaf to learn how to make a pizza or bake a cake. But he did make you a good piece of cake. The carrot cake is acceptable. Yeah, but either way, he went there to become a better writer.
1: And he is. And so hopefully, what I'm hoping is by the next year, we'll start to hear about the manuscripts for Mr. Montesino's book. Yeah. That's what I would love to hear.
0: What about this Macbeth thing? Are you? Are you? Yes! All right. Sorry. Um, He's also I'm, talking about so, writing a screenplay for Macbeth. I remember he mentioned really? that. Really? He's, he's a little bit of, of Macbeth. You're not supposed to say Macbeth. The direct, uh, putting
1: on production
0: of it. Production. Oh,
1: that's, that's My amazing. bad. My bad. That's awesome. My bad. All right. Enough no. about Montesino. Um, <laughs> But it's those connections that, that matter. And it was that, that one-on-one interface that I had with that artwork that really uh, propelled really me hit, to want to be an artist. It yeah, hit absolutely, more. absolutely. Because I saw, I saw it being um, validated. Mm-hmm. I saw people seeing it and being like, no, this is art, this is beautiful. And, I, and, and not just hearing that from people and then regurgitating it, right? But actually seeing it for myself and being like, oh my gosh, this is, this is amazing. And being able to, one, wanting to be able to produce that for someone else. But then also seeing the joy like so, going back into teaching, seeing the joy that I have when I create a piece of artwork and wanting to share that joy with somebody else, is what motivates me to want to be an art teacher and to want to be a better art teacher each time. So it gets I go you about out
0: of bed it. and wants you to say, I know, you I'm know going what it, this is? Class.
1: it is. It is, and because I think differently. Mm-hmm. I think I think differently from Mr. Montesino. He's yeah. a creative, but I still think differently from him. I think differently from Mr. Chai. I think differently from um, Bob Hudson. Mr. Hudson, yeah, absolutely. I think differently from Mrs. Leindecker, mm-hmm. right? Um, because of my my field, um, my critical thinking skills are different, um, and I think that's wonderful. And teaching kids how to think differently and to accept themselves as they go, because not everybody's going to be a great artist, right? Not no. everybody's going to be the, <laughs> I know I David wouldn't. Hockney, right? But here's the thing: um, because you're saying that you're you're arresting yourself from trying. Okay, that's fair to say. And so what you have to look at with art is you, you can't necessarily name it name. You can't necessarily aim at perfection. You have to aim at progression. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're getting better and better and better, that should be the motivation. Sorry, I went off on a tangent there.
0: No, no, I see what you mean. And there's there's different forms of art you can pursue. You can do, be a painter. A, you can be oh, a gosh, screenwriter. Oh, gosh, a painter. You could, director. Be a, you could be an oil painter, watercolor oh, no. painter, so wash There's so much painter, more to it. Um, than just, you know. painter. Yeah. Okay. Chalk paint. Wow. So, so what you're saying is when you were younger, you were, you took these lessons in, in yeah. England and that really kind of was like, you were like, no, I, I want to know more about this. I, I want to pursue yeah. this. So I went to school for art. Okay. I, I pursued that. Your my art parents, major? Correct. I am an art okay.
1: major. Yep. Um, my parents were not wild about it. My dad wanted <laughs> me to be a electronic engineer like okay. he was. Um, but, uh, that wasn't my path. Okay. And luckily my, my mom fought for that and was like, no, if you want to go to art for school for art, you know, we should encourage that. Um, and now I'm doing something with it. Now, that's not always the case, which mm-hmm. is sad. Um, what I unfortunately sometimes tell people that want to pursue art, I say, okay, it's going to be rough. Yeah. Um, what I recommend is you also take business classes okay. alongside of it. That way you can support yourself with your art. Mm-hmm.
0: Or you can manage your art in a way that makes you be successful. Okay. Yeah. I see that. I see that. You want to learn multiple. You want to have multiple gifts and trades you, you in life. Wanna, you, yes, don't, you just want to be
1: professional in one well, thing. So I, I like to think of myself
0: as a jack-of-all-trades. Renaissance of man? Um, Monty, would you call me a Renaissance man? Yes. Really? All right. I'll go with that. Okay, Renaissance man. If, if Monty says So yes. AKA Scotty J, AKA International Man, AKA Renaissance Man. AKA Just fuzzy. for the record, folks. AKA Fuzzy. Fuzzy. Fuzzy, Scotty, Scotty fuzzy is fuzzy. actually my
1: technical nickname. Yeah. <laughs> Why That's Fuzzy? Is there like a background? So I used to tattoo before working. Oh, teacher. I did not know that. Yeah, so I used, wow. to, I used to work in a tattoo shop. Okay. I was apprenticing. I never... Uh, graduated from that so if i want to tattoo should i rely on you no on... no okay. okay i don't tattoo I'll take any no to that anymore um no i don't do that did anymore. you give yourself tattoos i have tattoos i have a cherry blossom on my right knee um i have a carrot wearing sunglasses on my left calf wow. um here did you did you give yourself these tattoos yeah i no? gave these to myself
0: um, <laughs> wow that's yeah. actually really cool <laughs>
1: um and i've tattooed a few friends but it's, okay. <laughs> it wasn't i was very lucky that i worked in a christian tattoo shop mm-hmm. first off that was amazing. Um, and having that sort of support and championship around me where God was the focus was huge. Um, and I don't know if your podcast is a Christian podcast, but I'm going to talk is. about God yeah. for a second. Go ahead. Um, of course,
0: please do. The world needs it more than ever. Right? We just need to pray for each other. I've been, I've been telling my dad this for about ever since the pandemic started. You no know one, Even before the pandemic started, I call these little little bits of foreshadowing that the Lord gives you. I remember mm. talking to my grandma in February. Mm. Uh, we would have talks every now and then. I, I would say, I really feel like the Lord's stirring up this nation in some way that yeah. there's going to be catastrophe and that it's going to put us closer to him and I, I remember saying this back in february and and i was like you know what i feel like there's going to be another great awakening do, I, do, do I really you're being
1: prophetic there or do you think you're just watching the writing on the wall
0: so i wouldn't say prophetic i okay. would say i'm more kind of putting the pieces together okay but who knows maybe the lord will give me a prophecy and hopefully he amazing. does that would be amazing that would be amazing Expect anyway, people it, to doubt you, though. Okay. That's, that's, that should happen. Well, they doubted me with the podcast. I remember talking. Hey! And the funny thing is, because I had the idea back in, like, end of April, early May. I was like, I told some of my friends. I didn't tell many people. This was something I kept secret. Um, my mom was actually my first believer and fan. Uh, she said, you you can do this, Sam. I know you can. Mm. And kind of like how your mom helped you with the mm-hmm. art. So that, that really hits home with me. Shout out to the moms out there. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the moms yeah. out there. Mom, I love you. You listen to every episode. Um I love you a lot. You always provide for me. Anyway, that's just a side note. And no, go for it. So I remember just telling a couple people, maybe four people, my mom and my grandma especially. I remember really engaging about it, and um, they believed in me, of course. But some of the friends at tour were like, "Sam, come on, you're just going to goof off the whole time." So
1: here's the thing: mm-hmm. everybody who who all you need is that one person. Exactly. You need that one champion. Exactly. You need that one champion that's going to tell you. The one for it. catalyst. You do, and it's that's so important, and and that's where. As a friend, if, if you shoot down your friends' ideas of, of grandeur for themselves, you're not helping anybody. You, we need to be champions for each other. We, we need to lift each other up. Um, that's why at the beginning of this I mentioned uh, Mr. Montesino's book, yeah. right? Because Champion I want man. to see him write a book. I think, uh, I think I it's about he's time he's about of, read,
0: to write a book. Well, he's, he's read enough all these of schools. Him. He's yeah. read
1: enough of them. Um, we're just picking on them now. Yeah, it's but, just... Because, I, I mean, I've tasted it. I have three graphic novels out right now. Um, you could quick shout those out if you want Yeah, to. so The War and Hope is an uh, apocalyptic story where we follow Clara. It's, it's during the apocalypse. Okay. Um, it's War and Hope?
0: The War and Hope. Okay.
1: W-A-R-R-E-N, warren like a rabbit warren.
0: Uh, okay, and where can people find you these? You can get on my website, website. Joseph.com. I will please. shout that website out, folks, when I post this episode, yeah. so stay tuned.
1: Yeah. Um, so, they could, uh, so it's apocalyptic story, and I wanted it based during the time of um, tribulation.
0: Oh. So
1: we have that seven-year period yes, on Earth. Yes, I'm aware. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, for the re- for the listeners mm-hmm. who might not be aware. Um, it's a seven-year period. So this takes place halfway through that. Okay. So everyone who's in this story is someone who wasn't raptured. So these are all worldly people, right? This is all normal people who might say... Oh, yeah, I am a Christian, but they—they're not living that Christian life. So it's right? more focused on the post trip or the pre trip. Uh, post trip. Okay. Um, no, so no pre trip. Okay. So I'm—I'm—I I'm, pray to God that it's pre trip, right? <laughs> I don't want to deal oh, with look all the into garbage at the world right now. Right? No, yeah. absolutely. And I want my kids to be able to not have to go through that. And so, um, yeah. Ooh, good question. Um, so it deals with that. So we follow Clara as she's going through, and um, she's our protagonist, and okay. she deals with all sorts of different people, like and just trying to figure out who you trust. Um, One big thing that's fun about people is how far you're willing to go for Mm self-preservation. So if we are in some sort of apocalypse and uh, you and I come into a room, there's one can of beans, like, and you're hungry and I'm hungry. Split them in half. Sure. I have my kids to feed. Oh, okay. I kind of see. See? I kind of see I mean, like, to what levels are are people willing to go for survival? So I play with that a lot in there. And then there's a lot of things with, um, I touch on, like, demon possession Okay. a lot of supernatural things because these are all things that are in the bible yes um and they the the old testament is very bloody uh very graphic and very extreme in places mm-hmm. and i think that we um we skirt we skirt over that sometimes too much and we look too much at the happy happy love love thing which is good don't get me wrong jesus is all about love and god is about love but there is a, a wrathful side and i think that we need to acknowledge that because it's
0: He's fearful. Fearfully and like wonderfully in power. Um, and that's why we all need to... More than ever, I know I've said this a lot, more than ever, we need to really realize that and trust him. Well, because, that's why repentance is important.
1: Yes. And meaning it. Um, I don't know how many times I've wronged somebody. Oh, I'm sorry. And not meant it. And that's that sucks. Um, or apologized to God for something, but not done anything to change my life on that. And that's not right. Because you're not truly sorry. Right. Oh, as a teenager, you wouldn't believe the things I've done or said. And... <laughs> been like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm probably after this going to pray about it and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually mm-hmm. really sorry about all the stupid yeah. stuff I did. Um, but ultimately, I think those things get you to where you are in life and, and influence those experiences and make you wiser. Um, so, yeah, so that, that story deals with that and Clara. And so um, it's going to be wrapping up, I think, in the fourth book. Mm-hmm. Each book's 110 pages and drawing 110 pages and writing scripts and formatting it and getting it published. And, oh, that's a lot of work. Um, so I think is it worth it if someone really has a dream to to oh absolutely Absolutely. no it's amazing Um, being able to hold a book that I made and be like yeah it brings a lot of gratitude this is
0: cool heck yeah oh because I don't have to wonder what if And that's a big yes, thing. Yes, that's something my dad tells me. Yep. Never look back on life ever. No matter. Let's say you could have made a decision at 15 and you're 35 and never say, oh, what if I did that? Yep. Because that's probably that, that's regret right there. And you right, can never absolutely. get that back. Absolutely. So you may be too old, you may not have the right absolutely. Then enough time to try that new thing. That's yep. why I really honed in on podcasting.
1: Yep. yep. So now you don't have to wonder. Oh, nope, what if never. I maybe I should have started that podcast when I was in high school. Right? <laughs> no, but like, who that's knows? That's You might go into radio, broadcasting, whatever. I don't know what your path is, <laughs> but Maybe this will be something you can put on a resume
0: that you can be like, I have these skills. Let's just say uh, this much. It's definitely going to help me in the future. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you want to do? Um, so I want to, with, with a, a major when I go to college, um, I want to do political science oh. with either a minor in communications. My like minor's in right communications. Now. Okay. Or a minor in, uh, I believe, English. Awesome. You know? So either either way, I I, I I believe the Lord has placed me on this earth to... Um, to use my gifts. i you
1: going to do news?
0: Is news. That... I kind of thought about media and news. You have a face for radio. Really? A yeah. face for radio. You mean a voice for radio? Or... No, you have a face for radio. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't think he gets it. I. I I'm, I'm. Once again, I'm just a young buck. I think I'm getting what you're saying here. What do you think I'm saying? I think you're saying it's best I, I stay on the radio. Why? <laughs> because let's just say just because <laughs> i'm just messing with you
1: yeah that's exactly what i'm saying mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it's fun but also with my first book and, and the series itself having it be faith-based mm-hmm. was important because i wanted to make sure that if i was going to try something i have to make sure that he's the focus of it and he being god
0: um, Cause because it won't go anywhere
1: just like well, a relationship and, and not even just because that that saying it like that is is what i thought initially but i thought you know what if i'm saying it that way then i'm just trying to say it's for god to be successful but if I do it with the intention of, of pleasing him and honoring him, because there's a lot of stuff that I was going to do in it that I end up scrapping. Okay. So, like, a lot of um, exorcism-type stuff based off of um, – Wow. Yeah. Sounds like an intense book. Well, it, it would have been. It okay. would have been that way. But um, talking with a friend of mine um, with his bachelor's in, in ministry, um, he was like, that's not – there's no biblical um, – uh, evidence mm-hmm. of that and I was like yeah. what and he goes you have to be careful what you say and what you do in your book because you're going to ha- ultimately be held accountable for whatever you produce Yes. and I thought oh okay so if I made up some exorc- exorcism thing and then someone tries doing that in real life because mm-hmm. unfortunately there's people out there who can't you know, differentiate what's real and what's not mm-hmm. um, that could be dangerous mm-hmm. and I don't want to be held accountable once again being a good influence right, mm-hmm. right and so being held accountable because ultimately if, if I produce something and someone takes it the wrong way um, God's going to hold me accountable for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's, that's a really good way of mentioning it. Because we all, we all have a choice, and we all have a, the choice to either be positive or negative, a leader, a follower, or heck, even a bad leader or a good leader. We all have a choice at the end of the day. And I think when we rely on God for us to make the best choices, because we're human, we're not always going to make the best right. choices. Right. And that's why we end up failing a lot and, and making a lot of mistakes, because we didn't have them at the center. We, we didn't... We didn't um, Look on God uh, to help us before we started that relationship, or before we pursued that profession, or before we chose to go to that school. Mm-hmm. So that's just—I I know this is about art. It's about—it's also kind of about wisdom and, and wisdom and spirituality. This episode is what I'm try, is what I'm starting to see. But um, yeah, they go Always, hand in hand. Yeah, they kind of do. If, if you, you see look at God, it, God is God is an artist. Yeah, he
1: is. I mean, you look at the world around you. Look at the mountains. You look at the trees. All things were created for him by him. It's
0: his creation. Yeah, It is.
1: And knowing that he created each one of us so uniquely and differently.
0: But all made in the same image. Exactly. That just shows how broad he really exactly. is. Exactly. You look at the leaves on a tree, right? How many leaves are on a tree? Uh, probably hundreds right. of thousands. Right. And how yeah. many trees are out there?
1: Millions. Right. So God has designed each and every one of those leaves on each and every tree. Like once you start getting into that it's it's so magnificent magnificent um what he's capable of and knowing that we're created in his image therefore we have a a part of that creativity and i feel that with with creating creating art or whether it's or even just furthering medical advancements right that is that's creative too um that is pointing back to God and His creative mind. Science is a great way of doing that. Art, art and science are so much alike.
0: You really put that into perspective for me. I never, I mean, I I believe that God created the, that His everything in six days. That's I do believe that. But when I when I hear you really go into detail about that, I say, wow, this is there's a lot of beauty there's even so the much, smallest there's things. So much. You look, look at a tree, you look a at a blade of grass, uh, grain of sand, you look at a pond. That's exactly, God's beauty right exactly. there. Exactly,
1: and everything is is objection objectively good. And like and that. that's the thing is it's it's are parameters for what is an aesthetic, right? Mm-hmm. Or what is a pleasant aesthetic. This from God, look at flowers. They're beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Objectively, you could look at them and be like, wow, that's, that's a really nice looking flower. Just be grateful for the tiny things in life. You know what, and, and seriously, it's the details. It's all the details. Each and every one of us, and
0: with that, is we are our details. I guess one said that on the second season of the Sam Hour details matter who's that uh jason Koontz. i don't know if you're going to be listening to this jason Koontz, he was a he's a personal trainer CrossFit. personal crossfit trainer um hey, i've really seen him pursue his dream in, in the lifting world and that's in the crossfit and the fitness world and that's that's been really cool to see he's yeah. really grown and he's become he's become a a, a better guy in what he does he's cool. he's he's passionate about it he chose something he's passionate about and he found success in that. Love it. So
1: that was really good to Love see. Love it.
0: Well, you have to be hungry for it. Exactly.
1: Um, and those details help with that. Mm-hmm. Who you are, how
0: you act in public. Those are your details. Character matters. That's character my mom and my matters. grandma stress. Character matters. Because if you think about it, you can win awards, you can, you can be rich, you can have a nice car, you can have a big house. At the end of the day, at the end of your life, when that's all said and done, that's not going to matter. People aren't going to remember you for, oh, he had a nice mansion, he had a, a lot of nice right. sports cars. They're going to they're gonna look back and say, how was his character? How did he treat people? Did he, um, did he really influence people the best that's way that legacy. he could? That's legacy. That is legacy. Uh,
1: a, a lot of people who, who aren't believers look at what it is that's going to be their legacy. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, they, and they put that in materialistic and things, and that material things and that perishes. And that's Absolutely. why people forget Absolutely. about a lot Absolutely. of people.
1: Yeah. Um, but I think giving back, that, that's your legacy. Mm-hmm. If you can influence one person and just make an impact on one person, I think you've done a good job.
0: I think you've done your job.
1: Yeah. But I mean, keep going. Don't just yeah. stop at oh, well, one person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the great commission is to, to go out and preach the gospel. And I
0: think to the that, ends of the earth.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think how you live your life is Dictates a that. testament to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Who knew this would become uh, like a Bible class? Sorry. Or like holy... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Thank you. Please. Okay. I really feel that this episode, uh, first off, it's God ordained. Yeah. It's special. And because of those two things, I believe this episode's going to do amazing. Just like I mean. most of my episodes. Well, most of my episodes do. But do I feel what? this one. Even if it just hits one person. Right. Usually gets about 100, but still. Okay. <laughs> um, but wow, we're starting to get down. We have time for about two questions. Okay. And I, you've explained art, you've explained God's beauty, God's creation, God's art, this and that. Uh, why should one pursue art? I know I mentioned before, like, oh, I wouldn't be a good artist. But when you look at art, there's so many aspects of it. You can be an oil painter, uh, you can do canvas painting, I believe. You can uh, be a director, you can write movie scripts, write yeah. books. That's all yeah. art right yeah. there. You can be a musician. That's all Theater. art at the end of the Computer day. Computer science. Theater.
1: Um, architecture, mm-hmm. right? There's there's so many different things that you can pursue with art. I I think what it is is you just gotta find your gifts. Yes. Um, and you don't know what your gifts are until you try something.
0: Exactly. I would have so, never known. I would have. I, I knew I I could make someone laugh because I, I, I do like you're a to funny talk guy. Well, yeah. well, I think, I, you, I have my moments. Now I'm gonna ask you something go very good.
1: Do you use comedy as a deflective thing? What do you mean? So I, I, I like to be the funny guy too. But it stems from uh, insecurity on my own part.
0: So I'm—I've never really been an insecure person in my Good for life. You. Never, and that's something that. My... Sorry if that
1: went too real. And oh too no no off no no no.
0: You're fine. I've never really been an insecure person. I think the reason why, um, cause I my mind doesn't really shut off. My yeah. mind just keeps going 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 going, and maybe okay. that's ADHD. As my mom says, don't receive that. Um, I'm not going to receive it if it is. It is. I, I use that to my best of my ability. So when when I when I look at a process or I look at a, a new thing I'm pursuing or if I'm in a class or I have homework in that class, my mind keeps going, going, going. Yeah. So when I make someone laugh, when I keep goofing off, um, that's kind of like my outlet to say, you know, love it. let's just relax love here. Love it. Let's love have it. some fun. Love work it. hard, play hard. Oh, love it. I'm so glad you don't have to worry about that then. Yeah. You no, know, mine's it's
1: total insecurity. Really? Yeah. So as an artist, it, you'll find artists and creatives are some of the most insecure people out now there. Now
0: I've heard that like Van Gogh had a lot of issues. All,
1: all, all artists did. Oh, uh, really? Almost all of them did. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well Well, think about it. You're... If you, if you, if your art is, if your life is art mm-hmm. and you're putting it out there and people don't receive it well, they're, the rejecting, criticism you. Compared, they're yeah. rejecting you, they're rejecting you. So with myself, a lot of that is me. So when people do take my art um, negatively, mm-hmm. negatively, there we go, that's how you pronounce that word, um, <laughs> it hurts, even still.
0: Because that's something you created and something you like. It is. It's something
1: from my hand and from my brain and from
0: my heart. And I can attest, because people do sometimes criticize my episodes, I'm like... Okay, but it hurts. Like, I took a week to plan this. Here's the thing. And you're bashing yep. me.
1: Yep. But here, and, and so w- w- the way I work through it is you're not going to please everybody. No. and Don't be a people pleaser. You can't. You can't. And you know it, it's sad is it took me 30-some years to realize that. And um, mm-hmm. hearing a young person such as yourself say that um, makes me happy. Because, because it's, ultimately there's only one person that matters. That's God. Um, and so however you honor him, that's what matters. Now, could the way that you interact
0: deter people from God? Possibly. That's why character matters. How we that's were why talking character about matters. And how All have, the pieces are being put together. I think, Monty, I, I, I'm, I'm, we're done bothering you, but would you say that this has been cohesive in a sense? Yeah. Okay. So what are you saying? Like a 90%? Would you say if it was an essay? Are you nervous about the quality of our product? No, no. no I'm just trying to tease him for something. Would you say like a 90 or 80 Sixty-five. Oh, wow. Thanks, nice, bud. <laughs> wow. So Monty's you know, a harsh grader. That's his go-to. I think that's why a lot of people didn't really tune into his episode. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. His episode did amazing. I'm, I'm kidding, Monty. Your episode did amazing. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So also another thing. Sorry, now that we're talking about Monty,
1: um, <laughs> making sure that you surround yourself around people, mm-hmm. we're going to be um, –
0: we're going to add – to what it is you do. My parents say, be around people who are gonna make you better, you people want- who are mm-hmm. better than you. Because yep. at the end of the day, you're gonna become better, yep. you're gonna make progress, yep. and then you're gonna end up being uplifted to try new things. Yep.
1: So the, the, I found that out when I was younger um, playing Street Fighter. is <laughs> I a good won- game. No, it's a great <laughs> game. But if I played against people who are better than me, I got
0: better. Exactly. Um, they say, in order to be the best, you gotta beat the best. So that's that's right. kind of a sports right. analogy. Or, or, or
1: compete against the best,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna learn. Yes.
1: Um, and working with people such as uh, Mr. Montesino, um, like the environment here at Bakersfield Christian High School,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you have people who don't just walk the walk but talk the talk. Yes. Whether it's in regard to their faith or their subject that they teach, mm-hmm. um, I wish I, I, I wish I could have been in Mrs. Reed's science class growing mm-hmm. up. Um, I wish I could have been in Mr. Montesino's <sighs> class growing up. I Sometimes, probably wouldn't have passed. May, maybe you I should probably, probably
0: be careful. I don't think you want to wish, but.
1: It's- But having these people who are passionate about their content is huge. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that uh, transfers to the kids that take those classes. Sorry, I don't know where I was going with that.
0: Oh, being around people who are better. Yeah. um, Mrs. Welch. Vince Vaughn once said anyone can make a change, no matter where you're at. Whether you're a politician, art teacher, English teacher, teenage podcaster. I often get told I remind people of Vince Vaughn. Really? Yeah. No, 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 Vince Fong, was... not Vince Vong. Oh, Vince Fong. Yeah, Vince Fong, the oh, politician. Oh, yeah, no, Vince Fong and I No, you kind of look, look like it. Vince Fong, the yes. comedian. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. What yeah. You're about. yeah, I see it. i so confused. Monty doesn't really watch movies. No, I've, met, I've when... met Vince Fong. He's a lot shorter than I am. <laughs> I'll tell you, by the way. I know it's not six. i 6'6". Jeez. Yeah. I have wobbly legs. Yeah, that happens. We're all meant for basketball. <laughs> yeah. I play football though. I play football and hockey. Okay. Anyway, that's off topic. Yeah. Either way, sorry. It's we're on the why should one pursue art. You're getting mm-hmm. into that with the people. Yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah. This and that. Yeah.
1: Um, you get to find your gifts. Mm-hmm. Try and new don't things. Never know unless you
0: try it. Break a leg. Don't. Not literally. Just. Well, just I like, mean,
1: if that's what it takes.
0: True. If that's what it takes. True. Sure. You want to know that it was worth it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um. So as as we start getting to the last question. It's been a great episode so far. Gosh, 35 minutes blew by like that. I kind of wish sometimes that's how Monty's classes were. They just blow by really fast. But wow. either way, we're in the, the podcast. I'm happy we got to do that. Um, last question, Scotty J. Any last pieces of wisdom you can give the masses today? That can, that can really hone in and just say, wow, what that guy said really is going to, it may, may kind of shift the way I look at the world. If, you need, help,
1: if you need help, ask for it. Okay. That's a huge thing. Unfortunately, people get too prideful, mm-hmm. and um, we don't speak up. If you need help, ask for it. Okay. Don't don't let your pride get in the way, because pride comes before the fall. Right. And if if you don't ask for help, you're gonna drown. You're a swimmer. You know that.
0: Yeah. I, if I, you have a lot of weight on you, you're gonna be submerged. That's why you wear a speedo. Okay. <laughs> or the same with water polo. You want to tread water. You don't want to sink. Yep. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um anyway, folks, Scotty Jake. <laughs> Thank. <you. laughs> Sorry, it's just this fellowship. It's kind of it's kind of like that bromantel, tell you hang out with the bros on a that's Saturday. It. That's kind of how I feel. Right I don't know now. what that's like anymore. I don't <laughs> I don't know that that what is that? Uh they say the Saturdays are for the boys. Monty went no cuz he's always grading essays cuz he signs too much work. Yeah. I always say, you don't want to burn yourself out, but you know, he always learns the hard way, you know, and all his students are all depressed and before you know it he doesn't know what he's doing, so I, I take it back. He always knows what he's doing. It's just sometimes we don't think he knows what he's doing, but he always well, knows Well, thanks what for he's having doing. me on, Sam. Uh, you're welcome, <laughs> uh, Scotty J. Now, this was the finale, folks. Thank you for tuning in. And, uh, yes, I mentioned that I, I changed the schedule for the Sammy Hour a bit. Uh, season 3 will be coming out either next week or in two weeks. The, I'm going to do a collaboration with a guest, Ooh. someone who started their podcast. My first time doing that. Uh yeah, I'm really excited about that. Christian Wilson is his name. He used to go to BCHS. So stay tuned, folks. Stay just please, I really it it'd mean a lot if you uh if you really uh tuned in for uh season three, episode one. Pilot episodes are very important. Um, Mr. Joseph, um any last thing to say? I know I told you last. Yeah, you can listen. follow my Instagram at, at FuzzyJoseph, or okay. you can go to my website, FuzzyJoseph.com. People, I, people always do their shout-outs before. That's crazy. Every guest has done that. They shout-out their Instagram or their website. Oh, well, you got to. That's got crazy. It. It's,
1: it's, it's the marketing. Uh huh. Um, yeah, check me out there. Or uh, once uh, the world starts opening up again, you can find me at most comic conventions in California where I uh, sell my book, draw pictures, and talk to people about the use of comic books in the classroom and how they can be used as a literary device to help struggling readers.
0: Bingo, Montu like that. Well, or you just come to BCHS and, and see him. You know, he's a cool there guy. Anyway, folks, thank you, Scotty J. Thank you, Mr. Montesino for hosting us. Everybody have a good day, keep your head up, and um, enjoy life.